0: You're listening to Podnuts Pro, your podcast for IT business support. Tips to help you run your business better, smarter, and faster. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Podnuts Pro. I am your host, Marvin B. We are recording on a Monday afternoon, and it is odd because normally it is a fantastic day here in South Florida, but today it's 75 and raining. So that is what uh, I was able to look out my window and see, but I think it is going to be brighter now. I am going to be joined by two great gentlemen here, and we are going to be talking about an evolution in the channel. I'm joined by Matt Sullivan and Kevin Lancaster. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing well,
1: doing, thanks. Yeah, doing great. Thank you for having us, Marvin.
0: All right. So I talked about how my weather was. How's the weather by you guys?
1: Well, Kevin, you're outside, basically, so why don't you... Yeah, <laughs> I'm basically
2: outside. In, in, in uh, all transparency, I, my, my son has a hockey game, so I'm, I'm outside. Uh, in between periods, but, uh, that Great. was about 50 over caps. Oh my chilly! I'd rather be in South Florida.
0: So your son is playing soccer. You're hiding in the car. That's uh that's some, uh, interesting dedication. What's your son going to think about that? If you don't make it back before is, let me ask
2: this, is he a scorer or is he a goalie? Well, he's, he's playing hockey, oh, hockey. and, um, yeah. I was, you know, I thought it was cold and gloomy, Outside, it's even colder in the ice rink. So, um, I think he's so constantly so focused on the game. I don't think he cares—not or cares, but I don't think he notices dad's dad uh, is missing a period. So, all right, um, I think he'll be okay.
0: All right, Matt, where are you now, you Mister Traveler? Where are you at?
1: Uh, Well, you know, my home base is Washington D.C., but I'm in our our Edgewater office in Maryland, which is around Annapolis, Maryland. So, I came in, and Kevin's just playing around. So, you know. That's, that's the, that's the partnership here. No,
2: I'm just
0: kidding. So messed up. Um, All right. So for those of you who do not know, Matt and Kevin are steadfast members of our channel community. And even though PodNuts Pro is your podcast for business IT support, we always try to do things here to bring you not only product stories and tips, but we bring you influential members of the channel. And we do this all in an, in an effort to help you run your business better, smarter, and faster. But we are going to be talking about a new program here that these two gentlemen are going to be introducing and describing today. So, Kevin, I think I'm going to let you get off uh, the first the first uh, lob in terms of what we've got going on here. So what's the program? And give us a description.
2: Well, thanks. Um, so that the program is – just generically called, I mean, we picked the generic name because we wanted something that just really described uh, in a couple of words or less what we're doing, but it's called Channel Program. And Channel Program was born out of about 25-ish years of uh, being in the channel, both as an IT service provider, uh, consultant, and, the, and then the CEO of a, one of the fastest growing technologies in the channel, ID agent, which we subsequently subsequently sold to Caseya uh, a couple of years back. Um, during that time, you know, just over the last 25 years, you know, this channel, the vendors and the MSP, the IT consulting community has just grown exponentially, you know, as every or any industry grows at, uh, at the pace that we're growing, we're outpacing GDP, we're outpacing just about every, you know, financial metric out there. You know, when, when industry grows as quick as we we have, it creates a lot of noise, a lot of friction, and a lot of fragmentation. So, going back to the name channel program is our attempt to really uh, cut down on the noise, eliminate a lot of the friction, and just make it easier for the channel, the MSP, MSSP, IT service provider uh, side of the house, to work more effectively, closely with the vendor side of the channel. And so. I think we've come up with some, I think, unique ways to do that moving forward. But, um, you know, our last company, ID agent was about making the security uh, space, uh, you know, better understood. And so, we did that by showing usernames, email addresses, and passwords. So, people really got how bad security was, kind of boiled it down to the most common denominator. And with this, we're trying to take that same approach. How can we simplify this you know multi-trillion-dollar marketplace. How can we make it easier for you know folks to, on both sides of the table, to interact with each other in a more meaningful, streamlined way? So, from what I have
0: heard so far, this is something that is supposed to kind of bring us all together in a collaborative way to try to make the relationships better. Because of course, you know, I'm you know I'm in an MSP and I hear from my side all the time. You know, we're always complaining about the price increases or the contracts or why isn't this being fixed and where's R&D going and stuff like that. Now, is it the type of collaboration where we're going to be able to kind of, you know, hear more about that and have an input with uh, how we as an MSP should be involved in, in channel things?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I will let get Matt get a word in here at some point. But, uh, um, yeah, so – that's a, a very great example right right now because of the the market's so noisy and as an msp right you're working with you know a dozen maybe two dozen different vendors right and so having constant communication and having constant updates and just collaboration with your with your vendors is is challenged right it's it's, it's exceptionally challenged there are a handful of vendors that do it you know reasonably well, but the the vast majority of vendors don't do it very well at all. And so, on one hand, yeah, we want to we want to help take some of the the noise off of Reddit, off of Facebook groups, off of these disparate systems, and bring it close together. And so, whether it's through video content or allowing vendors to create communities within this platform, so they can interact with their Channel partners and prospective channel partners in real time, so real time two way communication. Uh, I think that will that'll be you know one uh, angle or one way that we'll attempt to help make that conversation easy, right? Because as a vendor, right, we anytime we were making updates to Dark Web ID or some of our products, you know, our our really best method and was and was unreliable at uh, you know at best at times. The sending email announcement said, hey, we updated our, you know, we have we added in improvements or we changed our pricing. And we understand how the email deliverability works these days and just how noisy this is. And so so in this platform, we will attempt to you know, make that communication process that much easier or that much more streamlined between vendors and MSPs. If I'm an MSP and I've got 10 vendors. You know, hopefully all 10 of them are in the platform and, and my communication with my vendors is, is bi-directional and it's, it's much easier than trying to check my spam folder. All right.
0: Well, yeah, well, let's get Matt in here. And Matt, I started with Kevin first, cause I heard that as the world has been opening up and we've been traveling back to conference and stuff, you've been out to Vegas a couple of times and was playing, I don't, what was it? The wheel of fortune slot machines? <laughs> I don't know how you got that information. <laughs> Kevin, send you a text or something. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so I, I was out there uh, for Kaseya Connect and then uh, Channel Partners event in Vegas. So it was twice in two weeks, and I hadn't been in, in quite a while. And then IT Nation uh, down in Orlando. And I, I, I feel like with each event, we started feeling like we were getting as close to normal as you can be in this COVID environment. Right. Um, you know, we're still obviously not through it all. Uh, but like the excitement, the energy was, was, was really coming back and it, it felt fairly normal. Um, and it was, yeah, it's great to be out there, see some new uh vendors in the space. And I mean, really just seeing people who hadn't seen in like two years. Right. right. Uh, so yeah, lots of fun. And yeah, I, I did play wheel of fortune. I do like, for some reason, I just love that slot machine. Okay. <laughs> I know it's a t- <laughs> slot machines don't pay well, but it, it's fun entertainment every once in a while,
0: well, as long as you're having <laughs> fun and, uh, you can make the flight home i guess that's all that matters right exactly <laughs> so you know this is this sounds like it's a perfect time for something like this you know the world is opening back up the conferences are starting vendors you know need to get out there and it sounds like this is a great time for you guys to be talking with vendors but my question is we've we've gone through 18 months of covid we went virtual we did a whole bunch of stuff vendors started making changes in their programs have we made enough changes or are they looking to something like this to say, yeah, we need this?
1: Well, I I think there's a a couple things to kind of comment on there. So one, you know, when Kevin and I, um, we left at different times um, from Kaseya and what we found by talking to a bunch of these emerging vendors was the conversation was very, very similar. A lot of the same questions about how to enter the market and, they're entering a market that is really top heavy in terms of the vendors that dominate. And, you know, if you're a, one of those top vendors, you, you literally have a lock on those, on those top spots right. for as long as you want because you get first right of refusal. Um, so from, from that perspective, the new and emerging, like there's definitely a, a place that, you know, there needs to be a new playbook. Um, I'd say from the other side, I mean, certainly there's no, there's no. Replacement for in-person events, but I think every marketing person, even though I think we knew this already, but you know, the playbook was so specific in the, in the channel. It's like, go to every in-person event you can. Um, but you know, it, the times have changed. Um, you know, virtual events are now better and there is opportunity if you are doing in a different way to still, uh, attract new and broader audiences. And the fact remains, Marvin, and I, I wish I could remember the actual report. Who put out the report? But I remember reading maybe a year and a half ago about you know what MSPs go to in-person events, and it was only like 35 percent of the of the MSPs go to physical events. Right. So there's still a huge population of people that don't go to the events, and there's a huge opportunity. And so what what we launched really to one level the playing field on the vendor side and on the MSP side to really give more influence to MSPs to have a voice in this community. Is channel pitch and we're launching it on December 10th. It's bringing in eight vendors at a time, new, emerging, innovative, some veterans in there. It's a mix. Um, but the idea is we're on the vendor side. We're saying here, you have seven minutes. Everybody has seven minutes. Doesn't matter how big of a vendor you are. And we want you to cut out all the fluff. And I'm a big proponent of education and presentations, Marvin, but you can get that at every other event. Right. So really get down to what problem are you solving? What makes you different? What's your pricing structure? How do you make me money more efficient or more secure? And what's your partner program look like? So let's really focus on what an MSP cares the most about. And
0: So have, hang on, let me just go yep. back. So you're bringing in eight vendors, and yep. how are you doing this? And over is I'm assuming this is a virtual platform, or is this going to be in person? Yeah. So for now, it, yeah. Go ahead, Kevin.
2: Okay. So we we've spent uh, the last three months building out our own platform. Okay. Uh, and the premises Matt mentioned is that right. you, each vendor gets seven minutes, and every channel partner, every MSP. IT service provider, MSSP consultant, what have you? They're able to attend anonymously, so they'll log into the platform, they'll watch the pitch, and we'll allow them to essentially to provide you know feedback. There's five or six basic questions, and they're really they're they're designed to drive qualitative and quantitative feedback for the vendors. Uh, so the MSP, the channel can attend anonymously, provide their feedback, and really shape what type of vendors are coming into this space and. Just to take a real quick, you know, step back, right? So, it was good to see that some things hadn't changed, right? By getting back to, you know, some sense of normalcy, but on the other hand, things haven't changed, right? These presentations, the vendor, you know, pitches and and or the, you know, you're on webinars, they droned on and on and on and on, right? And we were guilty of that, but we were forced that we had. A- Right, we show somebody's compromised email address and password, and we can gain, you know, attention pretty quick. Uh, but the average vendor out there, especially the emerging vendor that has a, you know, has an uphill battle to fight, you know, against the major platforms, they better have their their message pretty darn tight. And so we're challenging the vendors in this to get their message down to seven minutes, you know, make it high impact, and then we're allowing the the channel to go in and say, yeah, I, that really resonates, or, you know we don't need another one of these types of you know solutions out there or you haven't differentiated yourself enough. Uh, and so on the vendor side, we might help make some of these vendors more efficient in how they approach channel and understanding what channel needs. Maybe some of the vendors realize that, you know, they, they need, need to be playing somewhere else because they're just not going to scale effectively in this space or they need to add this, you know, something unique to their, to their offerings. And so, and as we look at pitch and we look at beyond, you know, I'm looking at twenty twenty two and I've kind of been using the phrase, you know, minimum viable enablement. And I think the next year or two, it's gonna be really about how do you enable your channel partners? How do you build, you know, help them become successful? Um, and how do you you know how do you rise up above the nineteen other competitors that you're competing with in this space? And so there's a lot of there's a lot in there, right? There's a there's a, a lot of efficiency gains, there's a lot of productivity, um, and there's just a lot of making this industry, you know, that much, you know, smarter in the process.
0: So this sounds kind of what I heard. So I did attend two events in the last month in person and to some degree some of them were good presentations, some of them not, but the consensus was that we were still kind of in that same format where a vendor gets up and pitches and it's just for lack of a better phrase a sales presentation um but attendees could go to the vendor booth you know or the vendor alley and you know try to engage there so this sounds like it's something that's a little bit more controlled in the sense of they got 7 minutes they got to make their point but people can anonym- anonymously Chat back during the presentation or after the presentation, or or how does it exactly work?
1: Yeah, so after each pitch, that's when we'll put up the poll question. So that's really where they would give their feedback, and there'll be some Zoom rooms after so like people can interact if they want to. Uh, But we really think this gives more people a a, a chance, right? I mean, technicians can't always go to these events, they're really not at most of the events because it's not the best use of their time. But that doesn't mean the technologies aren't important and they don't need to know about these things. And so we think this really, you know, gives them another opportunity along with really a lot of other people in the organization.
0: Okay.
2: And I'll say is if, if we can standardize, right. And that's one of the challenges, right. When you go to, you know, X, Y, Z event or, you know, another event, the formats are wildly all over the place, right. Some are long form presentations and some are short form and, but they're, they're quite often, you know, there's no consistency right and so if we can create an element of consistency that way when somebody logs into the platform whether they're watching pitch live or they're watching it you know post pitch on demand they understand you know it's 7 minutes I'm going to get everything I need to know from this vendor in 7 minutes and then I can decide whether I should engage this vendor or not and if we can standardize that and then scale that over several hundred vendors over the next you know you know year or two years then I think you you do bring structure to this industry. You bring something where you know that every, you know, every time you watch this this pitch, you have a a, a structured process that you're going to see, uh, and you know you'll be able to you'll be able to determine which ones you want to engage with or not. I think pretty quick. You know, certainly after watching one or two pitches. All
0: right. So I know we've got a couple of other legs to this platform that we want to talk about. So I don't want to get too caught up in this. So the first one was channel pitch and Mm -hmm. thank you, Matt, for explaining that. Kevin, explain the next one, the channel explorer.
2: Channel explorer is, is our attempt at at bringing the conversation to a, a single focus, right? Or to a single platform right now, the conversations being held out on Facebook groups and Reddit and discord and you know, a another of other forms. And so what we wanted to do with Channel Explorer is start with the individual. So give the MSP or the individual at an MSP the ability to create a page and provide content, you know, post content, post video content. So we've had a number of MSPs that want to talk about their own sales and marketing best practices. Some have been technical and they want to talk about you know, how they solve certain technical solutions with, you know, Microsoft, Azure, or, or what have you. And so if we can kind of centralize that and create a, a a a platform where, you know, MSPs can share their voice, and at the same time, we can allow individuals at the vendors to share their voice, right? Hopefully we create a, an ecosystem between the vendors and the MSPs. And they'll, they'll be the ability to create you know, more business-oriented profiles. But you know, right now, this is about about kind of centralizing some of the conversation, but then giving, as Matt mentioned, giving the technician, you know, uh, an ability to spotlight their expertise and influence the marketplace. And so we'll lean heavily on video content uh, as we start. Uh, and this will be less about, you know, creating threads about, you know, which vendor's good or bad. It's going to be really about, let's... You know, let's help you highlight your expertise as an individual or as an MSP. Because there are a lot of MSPs out there that are doing great things, uh, and they want to they want to you know, spread their knowledge. And so, we think Explorer will be a way that we can bring both sides together via video, uh, and you know, create a social network that's you know, purpose built for this industry.
0: All right. So you kind of mentioned a couple of. Opposing thoughts here. One was the ability to be involved anonymously, Mm -hmm. but at the same time engage. And I have to assume that if you engage, you won't be anonymous anymore. Is that is that the case?
2: Well, so we're talking about being anonymous is is on that pitch platform. Okay. Right. So we want people to be able to log in and anonymously provide anonymously provide their feedback. They'll have the ability to create a profile on Explorer they can keep that private or they can, you know, they can make it public. Okay. So they can, they can be anonymous, you know, through the entire life, you know, life cycle of, of being on our platform, or if they have a lot to say, like Matt often does, um, you know, then, uh, then they can expose their, their profile and they can in turn become an influencer in this industry.
1: Yeah. It, I think with, you know, with Explorer, one of the things on the MSP side is we want to give voice to, to more people. Um, you know, like Marvin, you have a platform, you've, you've created your own platform, the podcast and whatnot. Um, but who's the next Marvin B and, and, you know, Marvin, like I can think of a million ways you could put out content, even just talking about how you even put a podcast together, uh, which would be extremely valuable to the entire industry, both on the MSP and on the vendor side. Um, so that, that's what, that's what we want to see. I, I'm really passionate about giving other people voices because, you know, as a vendor, I saw the power that vendors have when we feature somebody on a panel. Um, it can change the course of like, uh, you know, how they're perceived. Um, you know, Lisa Shore was a great example of this and, you know, she's worked her butt off on this and she, she's made a name for herself, but we featured her on several panels. Then Dan Tomaszewski at Kaseya featured her on a bunch and then she was a featured at Gluex and it just went on and on. So she was able to parlay each kind of feature, but it's really this select few of like, I could almost name the 30, Uh, MSPs that are the ones featured on every panel and there's so much more people out there. Right. Um, and so we want to give voice to those people.
0: Okay. Now what is this thing called channel cash?
1: Yeah. So channel cash is something I'm extremely excited about and we've gotten great feedback so far uh, from the industry and it's, it's really the first vendor agnostic or vendor independent MDF program, uh, marketing development funds. And it, and it, the genesis of why we developed it was really hearing feedback from MSPs on some of their pain points around MDF programs, you know, vendors that are willing to give out money. um, But a lot of the different one, a lot of the vendors have completely different processes to do to be eligible. Some of the applications by themselves take a lot of time. And then even on the back end of it, you have to provide like ROI reports and things like that. So it can be very cumbersome for maybe a, a, a minimal amount of money. And so what we've developed each quarter, we're going to be giving away MDF that, again, you don't have to use to sell an individual product. It's to sell your MSP services. It could be a webinar. It could be an in-person event. Really, how you use the funds is ultimately up to you as long as it's for mar- you know a marketing effort. And, you know, one of our grand prize, our grand prize is going to be 5000 a quarter. We're going to be giving a bunch of $1,000, $500, $250 ones away. And again, it's to really give back to the industry. And our ask is what we believe is very little, um, which is fill out a, an application that's going to take less than five minutes and attend one of our monthly channel pitch events. So attend at least one per quarter and give feedback to, to the vendors that are participating, participate in our community and we'll reward you, uh, potentially, you know, and in, in put you in the drawing for the MDF. And so, you know, we've had a, a lot of great response to it and we're really excited about it.
0: All right. Now, none of these have actually started yet, right? So channel pitch will kick
1: off on December 10th, okay. Which is a Friday. It should not be competing with any other webinar. All webinars are on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We've done it Friday. We're going to own Friday. Um, We've got eight great, new, emerging, innovative vendors on that. Uh, Channel Explorer, Kevin, um, kicking off yeah, when? Yeah,
2: on the 10th as well, December 10th.
1: Okay. And uh, Channel Cash, uh, I mean, in terms of the eligibility, it's technically started. So all your first step in becoming eligible is register for Channel Pitch. That's really that first step to becoming eligible for
0: it. All right. Well, I'm a little upset because December 10th, I will actually be – up in the mountains of Georgia, my wife, uh, has her, their family has their Christmas early. And so I'll be flying up there and unless I watch in the car or something from the mountain, right. but
1: you could, but Marvin, this, you know, the great thing is there will be an on demand version of it. So you right. you can watch it on your own time after
0: as well. Okay. All right. And all of this is going to be, I guess, on your website, which is, Channelprogram.com. Channel program.com. Simple enough to remember. And everything is there channel pitch, channel explorer, channel cash There's even a channel fied podcast.
1: Yeah. So we've, we've, we've dipped our toes. Uh, we do it as a live stream on LinkedIn, uh, every Thursday at 11 o'clock. And, uh, we've been compiling the first set of them to finally launch it as a podcast. Apparently, Apple prefers if you launch like a few episodes at once. And so, I think December, right around December first, we'll be launching it officially as a podcast. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, we we've dipped our toes. We're we're certainly not a pro like you,
2: though, Marvin. Not yet.
0: <laughs> I see. That's why you snuck that little snippet in earlier about uh, doing a little podcast uh, training. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we could definitely use that. We could yeah. use something, for sure. Uh,
0: well, the first thing is we got to get you uh, on a schedule where we don't conflict with your son's hockey games. So.
2: exactly <laughs> you know tell me about it it's an afternoon game and they, they let these kids out of school early for their game so it must be that. nice
0: it didn't have that when Seriously. i was in school
2: i know it's ridiculous all right
0: well gentlemen this sounds like an interesting uh, venture that you are on i've heard some interesting words described about it i've heard disruptive i've heard revolution evolution Uh, all of these sound as though they could be quite the adjective as to what might be coming down the road.
2: We're hoping so we're hoping it's not a four letter adjective, but uh, (laughs) you know, see figured, you know, we gotta, you gotta shake things up every once in a while, you know, and and uh, not to go too far out of our skis, but you know, we, we just uh, it's industry industry has been amazing to us again on both sides of the uh, of the table, and so if we can build programs, or platform, or solutions that helps make everybody else's lives better, then you know, then I think we would have done our job.
0: All right, let me ask one last question, and this is going to be a, a curveball at you, and and uh, hopefully not too bad of a pitch. But you guys are both steeped in the vendor side, and so somebody coming from the MSP side or even just uh, an IT consultant that's not a full-blown MSP or a computer repair shop. um, What's kind of at stake from the standpoint of how are we, you know, supposed to look at this and think that you're not helping the vendors more than you're helping us?
2: Well, if you let me jump in on this one, Matt, and I appreciate the question. So Prior to being a vendor, I spent you know the last you know twenty years on the other side of it, the table, right? So as an IT service provider, uh, so you know, for example, the the origin of Channel Cash is probably my um, my disdain for the MDF uh, process when working with. I don't know if I should mention their name, but a large a large uh, vendor where you can if you want it was to painful, but yeah, you know, it I was agree. painful. Um, I guess I can say Oracle. We're a very large Oracle partner, and that whole process of, of getting MDF to justify, you know, some of our you know, business development activities was was torturous, right? And we were trying to do, you know, lunch and learns. We we're doing some radio spots in the DC market, and we were really, you know, really becoming a, you know, a a, a big partner of Oracle at that point. But just I, I just remember you know, it was early on in our evolution with Windbill and it was painful. Um, so I've been on the other side of the table implementing technologies and having vendors come to me and saying, you gotta, you know, you gotta do this. Or because we were working a lot in the public sector and, and our contracts were public, we'd have, you know, we'd win something with semantic or we win something with BMC. And then we'd have all of their competitors chasing us down, trying to, you know, make noise and trying to get us to rep their products and and work with their products. And so, I have a, a healthy, healthy, healthy understanding of, of the challenges that MSPs face. I mean, being a serial entrepreneur, serial, you know, building small businesses, I, I, I understand it intimately of what it means to kind of make the payroll and then try to keep your eye on, on what's innovative and, and how do you stay out ahead of everybody else down the street? And so I think that as the, you know, you know, that is, uh, I think been a value valuable part of the development of, of this platform. And yeah, we've had the last couple of years, you know, you know set on the other side of the table as a vendor. And I think that's, again, one of the reasons why we grew so fast as a vendor is that we understood the challenges on the other side of the table. Like, you know, don't come in and tell me that the button's blue and the button's green and, you know, you know, we're steeped in history and all that stuff. Just tell me how you're going to help me make money, make my, you know, customer more secure? How am I going to be more profitable? How am I going to, you know, eliminate costs out of my kit costs? And so, you know, I yeah. kind of get a little fired up about it because being, being on both sides of the table and say, I have appreciation for the challenges from, you know, from both sides. And and this is about bringing it together, not favoring one over another.
1: Yeah. And I would add, you know, I had the experience of being the product evangelist for ID agent for two straight years of being on the road at 50 different conferences, and had the luxury of speaking to MSPs really all across the world for those two straight years and um, and, and further into, into the Kaseya years. So, you know, five plus years of being the front lines, like hearing the good, the bad, the ugly all the time. Um, and so, you know, I think that one gives me a, res- a certain level of respect. Um, the other thing, and Kevin can attest to this, every day when we meet and we talk about what we're doing, I am always repeating, what does this mean to an MSP? It, it's every day. It's like, I, I can't get it out of my head because it's, as I, and it's, and it it's truly comes from a passion. I, I do love the space. I love the MSPs and, and I hear, you know, and I follow, I, I try to follow as much as I can in all the different places. And so we're, we really are passionate about it. And one of the things that worked really well at at ID Agent is we hired a lot from the MSP community and, you know, we're not a huge team yet, but we already have, you know, a product manager who, or C, product manager and CTO who are, you know, owned an MSP, came from the MSP space. Our CMO, who's coming in uh, starting next week, came from a, a, a an MSP. So, you know, we we bring those types of people into our organization, and it's for that reason because we want the MSP voice to be heard, so that it is not again, it's a dual, it's a it's both sides that are that we're serving.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much for answering the question and specifically for answering the question the way that you did, because I think it is absolutely imperative that we keep the bi directional conversation going. And the fact that you guys have been on both sides of the fence helps a lot. Uh, I think there's a lot of times that both sides, there are people that, you know, didn't dip their toes on the other side, and it shows. But uh, hopefully we can all continue to work together, make things better, and rebuild this channel evolution. All right? (laughs) Right on. So basically just uh, let everybody know to head over to channelprogram.com, and that's where they can sign up and get ready for everything. Absolutely. All right, and the first pitch, December 10th at 11 a.m. Eastern, and you've already got the vendors listed there. I won't go too much of it, but just head over there, folks. You can register and see the first eight vendors and get involved and make this thing happen. Guys, thank you very much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Martin. I appreciate us. it.
0: All right, that's gonna do it, folks, for this episode of Podnuts Pro. For show notes for this episode episode, head over to podnutspro.com. And of course, thank you to Matt and to Kevin. We'll be back with another episode of Potnuts Pro real soon. Everyone, have a happy Thanksgiving. And until next time, holla.